Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat with your host, Andy Storch. The show is dedicated to helping you develop the most important part of your organization, the people. If you are in HR or talent development, or you just want to learn how to get the best out of your people, then you are in the right place. Each week, Andy shares interviews with talent development professionals, thought leaders, and experts to share best practices, learn about the latest trends, and find out what has been successful in the world of talent development. This podcast is designed to give you what you need to be successful in the world of talent development. Now, here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome back to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you're joining me today for a bonus Q&A session with my friend Ryan McRae, who is the Vice President and Manager of Talent Development at Commerce Bank in St. Louis. If you haven't already listened to our full interview about the, their Aspiring Manager program and some of the mentorship programs they have in place, make sure you go back and listen to that. Today is our bonus Q&A session where I ask Ryan some questions about his own career, his proudest moment, biggest achievement, his biggest mistake, as well as some things he's following in talent development and a book recommendation as well. So stay tuned for that. And I also want to remind you this interview and all our interviews are sponsored by the Talent Development Think Tank membership community of which Ryan is a member. And you can find out more information on that at tdtt.us. That's tdtt.us. All right. Without further ado, here is my bonus Q&A session with Ryan McRae from Commerce Bank. All right, I am back with Ryan McRae, Vice President and Manager of Talent Development at Commerce Bank for our bonus Q&A session. Ryan, what has been your biggest accomplishment or proudest moment in your career so far? Yeah, you know, it has to be the last four years at Commerce Bank. Like I tell people that I've done, I feel like I've done 20 years of work in four years <laughs> because of the amount of things that we've rolled out in the organization. Not that I didn't do great work before I came to Commerce. Um, but I, I think the amount of work that we've done here and just the impact we've had on the organization, they really cared about development before I got here. But being able to really roll out the resources and the tools that we have and really see those change for individuals, I think that's been a huge, huge thing for me. I really love the work that we've done, especially in the last year. I think things around the aspiring managers, things around you know, Commerce Pathways, but even the work that we've done previously. I'm using technology to help people learn a little bit more about their career path by using something we call the opportunity graph, you know, really helping give people the language that they needed 
around understanding how to own their development. And then for, for leaders, it was how to be a good Sherpa. Because when I talk about development, I often talk about, I use a mountain analogy. And because I think it's really powerful because if you think about kind of that mountain analogy, there's a couple things you need to do to really get a chance to climb up a mountain. You know, you need, you need the skills, you need the will, you need to be able to want to do it. You need the support of others and you need the right tools. And that is really what we've been giving individuals in the bank for quite a while here. And, you know, managers are those Sherpas. They're the ones that help guide you to make sure that you're not going down the wrong yeah. path or falling off a crevasse and breaking your leg. Right. Um, so those are things that have been really, really important. It's been great to see the organization really latch onto this and it to become part of the vernacular, part of the way we talk about things here and part of the way that we talk about development. So I, I couldn't be happier to see, you know, a four and a half year vision where it is right now. Very cool. And flip side, what's been one of your biggest failures or mistakes and what have you learned from it? Oh gosh, I think earlier in my career, I stayed at a company way too long, Andy. Um, mm. I think I was just trying to, I kept telling myself that they will recognize what I'm bringing to the table. Mm. Like they're going to get it. I was just, I was, I was committed. I was like, they're going to get it. You know, I'm going to keep moving forward in this organization. I'm going to get in that inner circle because it was a little bit of a political place when I was there. Yeah. And I just kept telling myself that I'm, I'm going to make it happen. And it's just, I got to the point where the last year or two that I was there, I was kind of beaten down. I was actually at a point where I didn't even know if I was doing the right thing. Like is talent development really the thing for me? Maybe I, maybe I picked the wrong career. <laughs> maybe I should have went a whole nother different path. Thankfully I had a really great mentor at that time. It was like, no, Ryan, it's not you. It's the organization. You need to figure out somewhere else to go where they're going to recognize your talent, where they're going to recognize what you bring to the table. Um, it's unfortunate this company is not it, but Ryan, don't give up. Like you are meant to do this. Um, and so I think that's for me has always kept with me and something that I've really that has stuck with me is like, don't stay at a company if you don't feel like you're valued there anymore. Don't stay at a company if you don't feel like you're making an impact. And so that was something that I've, I've still rings true today for me. You know, I don't want to stay at a company where I don't feel like I'm making an impact or where they see my value. And I think uh, it's something that I encourage others to do too. Don't, don't stay at a company because it's comfortable. We all have financial situations that we need to deal with, of course. Sure. But don't just stay at a company just because it's comfortable. Um, make sure that you feel good about the work that you're doing. And, and if it's not that place, you know, start doing the work to get yourself to potentially find that organization where you can make that impact that you want to. Yeah, absolutely. Great, great lessons learned there. Brian, what would you say is the biggest challenge in talent development or learning and development today? Well, you know, I think it's a story that's as old as time and it's time, like literally time is like, yeah. I think the hardest thing, especially for managers. So we have a lot of working managers or player coach managers, if you want to call that here, here at Commerce Bank. And so I think it's, it's less the time that we take to be able to make the tools and resources. Again, we've been prolific in that in a lot of different ways. But do the managers have time to use them and do they understand mm. how to put the dots together? And I think that's the biggest part. You know, when you have a manager that's just barely keeping it together and, you know, doing all the work that they're doing during a pandemic, you know, do they have time? Or are they putting the intentional effort? And you talk a lot about intention. I mean, I, I also use that word quite a bit when I'm talking to leaders. Like, are you intentionally focusing on your own development and development mm. people? And I think that is the hardest thing because we can create amazing tools. We can create amazing resources. We can do everything that we need to do in talent development and do the right things. But if the leaders don't have that space or don't understand how to make that space for themselves, 
and their team members to really develop and grow, uh, it's not going to matter. So I think time is the hardest thing. Yeah, that is, that's a tough challenge that it's always going to be a challenge. You're asking people to do a lot of things and you want them to go invest time in their learning and development and make time for that. Ryan, what's the biggest trend that you're following or excited about in learning and development today? I think it's got to be how the hybrid workforce is going to change what we're doing as leaders. Uh, it's To me, it's one of the things that's been on my mind a lot. I just got a chance to talk to a couple hundred people about it at a fall conference uh, a couple weeks ago. You know, we are going to have to lead differently. There's just no doubt about it. Um, we've talked a little about, you know, in the main session about empathy and, and being yep. as an empathetic leader. Definitely. That's one of the things we need to do. But it's going to change a lot of the other ways that we have to think about leading. One of the ways that we need to think about leading a little differently is, is stop this whole leading by what you can see or, or management by walking around. You know, I, I talk to a lot of leaders that are still stuck in the idea of like, if Bobby is not sitting at his desk for 10 hours a day, like, how am I supposed to know that he's doing anything? And I'm like, how do you know that Bobby was doing anything when he was sitting in his desk right. for 10 hours a day? <laughs> I've sat at the desk for eight hours a day and done nothing. I have experience doing that. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you don't know that. I'm like, we have to make sure that we're managing by outcomes and we're managing by goals. I think that's key. That's something that as leaders, if you aren't, haven't already made that shift in life, you kind of need to make that shift, especially if you are looking at having a hybrid workforce. I think we have to figure out how to bring our teams together more. So, you know, that's something that I think a lot of managers and leaders take for granted is the idea of, well, since all my people are in the same place, at least traditionally, it was really easy to build that camaraderie or to build a team, or to build even almost like a culture. And so I think that's the piece that a lot of managers are gonna to continue to struggle with is the idea of, okay, so if I don't have them all in the same spot or all in the same spot every single day, how do I really build a team? How do I keep our culture alive? Because I've been telling people, culture is not a building, culture is people. And so you can still connect and do that. It's just, it's, it gets back to that intentional. You have to be intentional to make that happen. You have to make sure that you have that text chain with your employees or you have that Teams, you know, teams chat that's going on where you're all getting a chance to still connect and talk yeah. to each other and maybe share the occasional gift and have some fun on there as well. I mean, we just have to be more intentional about it as leaders, getting those people together, whether it's offsite or when we can get them together on site for those moments that matter. Leadership is just going to look different and leadership of hybrid work of a hybrid workplace or a hybrid team is going to be so, so important. And I think some managers are really thinking about that. Some leaders are spending the time thinking about it or reading. Others are just ignoring it and think it's all going to go back to the same. And it won't. Yeah, absolutely. Culture is not a building. Culture is people. I wrote that down. I'm going to have to use that somewhere. I like that. I like that quote. We got to remember that it is about the people. Ryan, do you have a book or a TED talk that you highly recommend or has made a big impact for you? You know, it's an oldie, but a goodie, but I really love Marshall Goldsmith's What Got You Here Won't Get You There. I mean, and it is not like there's a million amazing books that come out every day, but I still go back to that book all the time. Um, I think unless you have absolutely no self-awareness, you're going to walk away after reading that book, wanting to be a better person. Mm. And I've given it to executives. I've given it to people that are like a week into their first you know, corporate job. And every single person gets so much out of that book. I really love the second half of that book too. It really gets into how do you give and receive feedback. And I think it's just a really powerful book. It's again, it's an old one. It, yeah. you know, it's, it's not new. It's Classic. Not the newest Adam Grant book. And I love Adam Grant. Um, but 
it's just a powerful book. And it's one that I love to give to people. And I actually sometimes incorporate in even some of my manager and leadership development programs. I like it. It's classic. It's timeless. Uh, we've had Marshall uh, on the show as well, and he always shares such great advice. Last question for you, Ryan, for those out there in talent development who are looking for ways to accelerate their career success, what's one more piece of advice you would give? Don't be afraid to get involved. I think mm. that's a big part of it. Ask to be put on that project, raise your hand and say yes when people are looking for volunteers. Join that professional organization or volunteer your time. Like you're going to learn so much and build your network when you do that. And that's going to do nothing but help your career, whether it's finding that next role or just learning more about talent development and learning more about the, because talent development is a really broad, broad, broad world. And there's so much that you can learn about in talent development. So I think just volunteer, don't be afraid, connect with people, build your network, learn from others. It's going to make you smarter and it's going to make you better at what you do. Love it. Great advice and such great stuff shared today. Ryan, thank you again for coming on the show. Always a pleasure talking with you and we'll see you on the next community call. All right. Thanks, Andy. All right. That will do it for my bonus Q&A with Ryan McRae. I hope you got some value from that, maybe some ideas, some inspiration, some good laughs. I really enjoyed my conversation with Ryan. I, I learned a lot. And uh, for all the work that I do in the career development world, speaking at companies and training my training program and everything that I've been talking about on my podcasts and my book and on social media. It's really refreshing to hear companies that are really doing it, that are really owning it, that are really helping their employees find fulfillment in their careers. And it sounds like Ryan and his team are doing that at Commerce Bank. I've worked with a couple other companies this year that are really, really doing it, even creating real talent marketplaces, which is exciting to see. And I love being part of that as they've been running my training program and bringing me in to speak. And so I guess I'll close with that. If you are motivated to help your employees truly own their careers and you're looking for more inspiration for them, reach out to me, Andy at andystorch.com. I've got plenty of options, including my book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life. I've been doing uh, speaking with a lot of companies lately. And as I mentioned, I have an online course and a training program as well. These are all options. I'd love to talk with you and see if it's a fit. And if you're really just looking to take your own game to the next level in talent development, come check out our membership community the Talent Development Think Tank. You can find information at tdtt.us. And when you sign up, you can use code HOTSEAT, H-O-T-S-E-A-T, to get 10% off. All right, thank you again for listening, and I will see you next time. Thanks again for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help other people find the show. And as always, you can find all of our episodes and tons of free resources on our website, talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Thank you again. Take care.